Hello, and welcome to the Modern Goat Rider podcast. We'd like to take this opportunity to emphasize the opinions expressed by our hosts and guests are strictly their own and do not represent the positions of any lodge, grand lodge, or other branches of the independent order of oddfellows. Our fascinating conversations will be open to the public for the purposes of inspiring our global membership and promoting the order. So, sit back, open your ears, and your heart in your hand while I introduce you to our hosts. Welcome to the Modern Goat Rider Podcast. I'm Billy Sanderson. And I'm Josh Miller. How are you doing today, Josh? I'm doing great. Yeah, another great day in Goatland. Yeah, I just, uh, you know, it's been fun doing these podcasts and doing more and more interviews and uh, checking out what's going on in, in the odd fellow land. But how yeah. are you doing, more importantly? Um, you know, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. It's, it's Friday and it's been a good week. But yeah, I've been okay. Thanks for asking. Yeah, I know. We we talk about how I'm doing way too much and not enough about how you're doing. I'm okay. I'm always a bounce back kind of kid. So yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> what uh, we don't want to spend too much time on this because uh, we've got a great show. We always say that, but we really do have a great show today. Uh, this one's I'll, amazing. This one is amazing. So what we were attempting to do is Josh said, I have this vision of a, a format for our show for a couple episodes. And so we did some research. We went on to Facebook pages for Oddfellows and we went looking for interesting stories to do little vignettes, kind of 15 minute stories. Josh would do a few, I would do a few. And we came across this guy, uh, Noble Grand Greg Sims from Indiana. And I phoned him up and I was gonna set up this uh, 15 minute call. And what ended up happening was I discovered a person who needed a whole show just to themselves. And so we did an interview and we did 45 minutes of solid, solid, solid gold, odd fellowship pouring out of Indiana. It was beautiful. You, I wish, what was it like? I wish, I wish you, I wish you people in Goatland could have seen the video of this. Cause it's just me with, uh, you know, with my mouth open listening to greg speak and wiping my brow as he goes into this amazing role of all the incredibleness that he is and uh, i'm not going to ruin it for you but um just while you're listening to this just imagine me sitting there with my jaw open going wow yeah yeah i have i've edited it i have uh, listened to it twice since um, and it's, it's phenomenal. And please, you're going to hear me, uh, after Greg wraps up, I'm going to come on for a quick, uh, couple seconds. And then there's even more after that. So stick around for those final three or four minutes. It's great. It's wonderful. Can't yeah, give it enough props. Once you figure once you get a little bit of Greg, you're going to see why you need more Greg. That's right. We always more Greg. That'll be our new show model. What do we need? We need more Greg. Yeah. You thought you needed more cowbell? We just need more Greg. That's more it. Greg. All right, brother. Love you. And uh, we will let Greg roll right now. Go, Greg, go. 
So we're here with uh, Greg, and I spotted a post from uh, one of his lodge members, and that lodge member put me in touch with Greg because he's so passionate about Odd Fellowship and the activities that his lodge does that uh, we had to have him on our show. So welcome, Greg. Well, thank you. Uh, it, it, it's nice to be here. Um, yeah, and we're from, uh, it's, it's Chequick Lodge, 56 in good old Valparaiso, Indiana. So we're right, uh, for, for geography wise, we're right in the middle of South Bend where Notre Dame is and Chicago and about 10 miles south of uh, Lake Michigan. Oh, wow. Uh, pretty countryside? Uh, it's, it's not bad. I mean, you know, we've got the dunes and, and you got some hills and we have some cornfields. <laughs> okay. And what's the community like? So we can give listeners a perspective on the on the lodge environment and stuff. So what's the community like that the lodge is in? Well, it's a it's it's a smaller city, uh, about um, about twenty six thousand people within the city itself. It's the the hub of Porter County, uh, and then um, you know it, it's just a typical you know small town. You know, you got your courthouse. We got some you know a couple main streets that you know restaurants and you know uh, stuff like that. But we got a you know good park system where uh, we have an amphitheater and. Uh, a little ice skating rink and stuff. So during the festive times, it's it kind of comes alive with activity. You know, again, a typical small town. But then the surrounding area, we got about a uh, about a hundred thousand people. You know, within the the Porter County proper. So it, it's kind of an interesting the way it's laid out. So it's a small town within a much larger geographic. You know, a people numbers. Um, but our lodge, we're the only lodge from the Illinois border to, oh, about 20 miles east of us. Uh, unfortunately, some of our lodges have closed lately. And, you know, we're, I, I'm, I'm sure you know that. It, it's some lodges are just disappearing for lack of members. You know, their people are dying out and younger people aren't getting involved as, as you would like. And, and it's, just, it's just the way it is. So, yeah, it's unfortunate, but we're, we're holding steady and we're looking to, you know, the, the moment well we did have a couple new members even with the covid and uh we had to be creative instead of having um initiations in person uh we got a video series or a dvd series i should say and and that's holding us over until we're able to to get more active with um the the, the live proceedings and stuff so yeah, it's it, it's been uh, kind of interesting how uh, we've had to compensate a little bit, but we're doing okay, and we're the only lodge that we know of in the northern half of the state that actually has had some meetings lately. So, um, and so how many members in your lodge? I didn't hear if you gave me that. Uh, we have well, there's twelve active. Okay. And so it's again, it's it, our numbers are small, but it's you know. We, we usually get about uh, nine or so per meeting. So it's, uh, you know, racial wise, well attended. And um, the more we get active into the community, we, we've gotten a lot of people that have asked about, you know, what we do and um, how we do it and how they can be a part of it. But I think right now with the COVID people are being a little nervous and uh, when all this stuff subsides, um, we know we'll get more members uh, Right, right from the get, you know, from, from that get go. So, 
Yeah. And from what I saw on the uh, Oddfellows uh, Facebook page, uh, there were two events that actually I spotted you tagged in, um, or at least your lodge tagged in. And, and one was the uh, a Christmas toy and gift shopping uh, mm-hmm. spree that was on. And the other one was a turkey dinner um, yeah. uh, activity. And I did I called it a turkey drop kind of <laughs> WRKRP style before. But why don't you, um, uh, why don't we start with those two and you kind of just give us the Hey, how does a twelve-person lodge pull these two off? And and sure. tell us yeah. about those. Well, it, it all started when when I got involved in it. You know, I, my big thing was we have to do stuff. We have to. I don't want to just sit around and have like a business meeting. We're gonna we're gonna open lodge and we're gonna do things properly, and we're gonna get out in the community and we're gonna be active because that's the the whole premise of the Odd Fellowship is to. Uh, to become members of the community and be active helping members of the community, you know? And um, so as the holiday was coming, we're sitting there going, okay, what should we do for Thanksgiving? Now, last year we gave uh, a couple turkeys to our JDC, our our juvenile detention center, so that the kids in there that can have a, um, like a home cooked, you know, kind of a turkey meal because they they reside there and um, they don't get many visitors. So, uh, we had a very positive response with that last year. So then when we came around to this year, we thought, okay, well, what else can we do? How can we expand it? And um, we kind of thought, well, you know, the first responders, uh, you know, they're getting a lot of publicity now and they're doing, you know, some really good things. And so we thought, all right, let's go to our fire stations in our community and let's go to our police stations in our community and let's drop off uh some pies and even our 911 dispatch and our sheriff's department. So if people had an oven um, and a way to cook stuff, we dropped off turkeys to them and all the fixings as well as uh, pumpkin pie. And then for those that didn't have a, a way to get an oven or have enough uh, access to an oven, we gave them the desserts, the, the pies and stuff. So that, I don't know, just a nice little treat, a nice little thank you from us to them. And, you know, realistically, it didn't cost us much. You know, we we shopped around for our turkeys, and I think the whole the whole deal cost us 250 bucks, which, in the grand scheme of it, is you know, quite honestly, to us, was nothing for the amount of outreach that we were doing. And uh, you know, that's money well spent, and all the people appreci- seem to appreciate it. And uh, they're they're not used to that kind of a gesture from people. You know, it's uh. So it was a nice, and then too, we had a way of, you know, we tell them, hey, you know, and remember we're the odd fellows. Now, the one thing too about us is our lodge started in Porter County in 1846. So we are the oldest uh, civic organization in Porter County, continuing uh, existing organization in Porter County. And uh, there was a stretch of time in the fifties where they had about 500 members. So. Um, some of the people are still in our community that remember, you know, hearing about Odd Fellows and the building still exists in our downtown. So people can still see the, you know, the, the, the facade of it where it's got the three rings and, and we still have a sign up and stuff. But so it's kind of interesting. But uh, we thought hit the police and the fire and some other people and our name is going to get back out there. Um we always had a positive name, but uh, 
we're just looking to, again, uh, reiterate to people, hey, here we exist and we're here for the community and uh, what can we do to help kind of a thing. So that was the, the one of our programs. Um, the other programs uh, that we had that you saw on the Facebook was uh, we, we found some people in our community and um, they, they needed some help for uh, Christmas. Um, you know, money is tight for a lot of people. So we thought, okay, let's uh, find out what they need. And uh, there was a shopping day to where we went out, uh, went shopping and um, got, got whatever they asked for and, you know, dropped it off. So some people in our community can have a, a nice Christmas. And uh, that was, I, it, it seems like some of the members, um, really that's their, their most important thing of the year. They just love going to the store and looking for items that, that people had wanted. And, you know, they talk about what about this thing? Well, how about this thing? So it turns into a, a, a very good activity for our people. You know, they have fun doing it. Plus, the gift of giving it out and helping other people. And, um, and then too, what, what we usually do after activities like that is then we go out and have a dinner or, or just a small little get together. Although with the COVID, it gets a little squirrely, you know, with numbers and things, but uh, it's just a way of, of us, you know, and we seem to all like each other, which is a positive thing, you know, and, you know, so we get together, we have some fun and then, do some good for the community and it's a win-win for everybody. And, and that seems to be one of the things that we're getting some um, other people are, are interested in because they go, wow, you guys, not only are you helping people and doing some good things, but it looks like you have fun doing it and uh, you know, get off the couch and get involved. <laughs> so well, that's a great attitude, you know, and that's uh, you hear Josh talk about that on our, our podcast of episodes before that, you know, the odd fellows is about doing good and having fun while you're doing it. Um, so you guys sound like you're right up there. One of the other, uh, programs that I got interested in hearing you tell us about, and it's in the same lines of, you know, getting your name out there is the neighborhood signs, the slow down signs. So I know it may not be your most glamorous of, of all of them, but <laughs> I thought this was really cool. Yeah, it, uh, well, that, that came out of the idea. Well, when the COVID hit, especially where I live, uh, it, it's like a small little subdivision. And we were noticing more people walking on the streets and, well, we don't have many sidewalks. So when people want to walk their dog or just go for a walk or a jog or even ride their bike, they're riding in the streets. And unfortunately, people drive faster than what the speed limits in the area say. And uh, we started hearing some, some people grumbling about it, you know, and I think the grumbling came because more people were noticing because they were on the road more instead of being at the YMCA on a treadmill and other places, they were noticing, uh, you know, wow, these cars are driving kind of fast now. And, and then we, you know, we were talking about it going, well, maybe we can do something here. And I don't know, for whatever reason, I just said, well, why don't we get some, slow down signs and and see what happens and the group thought it was a good idea so I designed some you know red and I'm sorry not red um yellow and black slow down and then you know people walk or people walking dogs and then slow down children playing and then on the very bottom we put uh you know this sign is compliments of uh, the odd fellows uh Chequick Lodge Valparaiso you know and we thought okay let's uh 
let's see who wants these and, and let's see if there's any kind of a, a desire for them. And I'll be darned if we put a couple of them out and then next thing you know, we're asking, you know, other people are saying, hey, can I have one? And can I have one? And can I have one? And, uh, you know, 10 turned into 20, turned into 30, turned into 40. So it's, it's kind of neat. And now that we're getting cold outside, well, what we found was the first set of stakes that I, I got for the signs, they weren't as durable with our winds as, as we thought. So I went out and got some heftier stakes and then replaced them all out and, and they're holding up very well now. So we're kind of learning about that too. Um, but as, as the winter's coming, you know, the, the signs will start probably going inside a little bit and then they'll resurface in the spring and then we'll, we're going to, this is a program where we all decided that we're going to continue this thing, you know, so if, if more people want some signs in the spring, then we will get more and get them out there. And uh, cause it's, it's not only does it seem to be the right thing to do, but it's again, a little bit of exposure, but sometimes we, we do things because it's the right thing to do, not because of people need to know who we are. You know, we know who we are and we know why we're doing it. And, and it's a, it, you know, I, I know that sounds kind of weird, but sometimes publicity isn't everything. And um, like I said, doing the right thing is more important. Um, but that being said, you know, there was another program that we were a part of. Um, we do Hot Wheels racing. It's uh, we set up Hot Wheel track. This is one of the, the coolest things. Um, we go six lanes and this is the orange Hot Wheel track, just like, you know, you, you always remember and probably sword fighting with with your buddies when you're a kid, you know, and but we go 11 feet high. We go anywhere from 70 to 100 feet long. And um, we slot the cars up and people enter the cars for a dollar and they race. And then with the money that we get uh, from that, we decorate cars. And when I say that is we, we customize little Hot Wheel cars and other cars, and then we give them away. We, um, the hospitals are probably our biggest recipient of it where we just show up to the hospital and say, here, we've got, you know, 20, 30 cars for, for kids. And, you know, it might say get well soon, or if it's the holidays, you know, we'll put Merry Christmas on there or, you know, whatever. And, and then we just drop them off and go. And, and when I do that, uh, we don't, we don't say who we are. That's just a, that's just a gift that, you know, and I, actually what I do is I tell the nurses here, they are, you give them to the kids and you tell them it's from you it doesn't, you know, we don't need, they don't need to know it came from us. Cause that's not, like I said, there's some things that you do you, just for the right reasons. Publicity doesn't mean anything. And, um, and that's been a cool program that we've had. Um, the, the other stuff is, uh, you know, we've donated road signs um, again for bike riding and stuff and in some area roads where the, the communities didn't have money to put signs up. So we've, we've helped with that. And, um, one of the things too that I, I didn't mention the other night, but um, every year, well, except for the COVID year, of course, um, we'd help sponsor uh, some kids uh, going to Washington, D.C. Um, it's a group that I, I, I take. And then every, every so often we have kids that just can't afford to go. And what I mean that is we take an Amtrak from South Bend, Indiana. We take bicycles and we go to Washington, D.C., and we spend a week there. We're right in the heart of DC and by Chinatown. And we we bike ride to get around DC, seeing the monuments and the White House. And we even bike ride to Mount Vernon, which is about a 40 mile round trip. 
So these kids really get a one heck of a neat experience of seeing the Capitol in a really unique way. And, um, and, it, and it's fun, you know, I mean, it's, uh, it's sometimes a little bit uh, athletically daunting, you know, especially as you get older, you know, it gets a little on you, but taxing on your body, but, but seeing these kids light up riding through the streets and uh, it, it, it's really cool. It's something I think everybody, uh, well, everyone in their country needs to see their capital and, and experience that. I, I, I really believe that. And um, like I said, there's some times where kids, they don't have money for a bike. So we'll give them a bike. Um, they may not have money to, to fix the bikes. So we fix the bikes and if they can't afford the trip, then we, we will uh, sponsor them to go on the trip. So uh, everybody that wants to go has an opportunity to go and money is not a, we don't want money to be a hindrance. Um, and then all we ask for the kids that we do that for is the first meeting that the lodge has when we get back, we, we, we invite them back to just tell us about their experience. And uh, we have a little pizza party and stuff like that. And, and the, the lodge members really get a kick out of seeing these kids light up talking about the trip that we helped sponsor them for. So that was really cool. Um, Cause in, in a lot of ways, you know, we, and that's a, that's a lifelong, you know, it's, they're going to remember that for the rest of their lives. And, uh, and some of the kids have, you know, the, that's their greatest experience in their high school years is, is spending a week in Washington, DC with their classmates, you know, seeing uh, some cool stuff, but that bike stuff also translates into the other, another program that we have where we've got a big trailer. Uh, what is it? Seven feet by 14. And we fill it up with bikes. Um, they're all used bikes. And um, we go to places, you know, when it's warmer out, because right now it's, it's cold out, but uh, when it's warm out, we go to various locations in town and the people know we're coming through a Facebook uh, notification and usually with the park system. And we just hang out for a few hours and, people come by and we give bikes away. And if some people uh, bring a bike that needs a, a new inner tube or something else, and you know, we'll help them fix it. Uh, I, I like to say they, we don't do it for, we kind of do it with them, I should say, not necessarily for them. And cause we want them to be a little bit um, savvy about how to fix a bike. So if, if they down the road need to change a tire, they know how to do it cause they've done it already. Or they know how to adjust the brakes or, or adjust a seat or adjust the handlebars and, and that kind of thing. And if they outgrow a bike, we'll, we'll exchange bikes out and, and, and they get a bigger bike. So it's, uh, it's pretty neat seeing people have an opportunity to exercise or to be a part of, you know, the bicycle system um, without worrying again, without worrying about money. Um, and that's, yeah, I said that that's a pretty cool system. And what I try to do there is we only go for a couple hours. So it's so like, let's say it's a Saturday morning and I tell the members, okay, we'll be at this location from nine to 11. So if you want to come by and help hand out bikes, outstanding. And then it only takes two hours of their time. So they still have the rest of their Saturday and, and stuff like that. Because what I found is when you ask members to do something, if it's an all day affair, it gets tough. Is, uh, you know, people have lives and they have families and sometimes other priorities kick in. So this is a way of getting people engaged and 
also allowing them to have an opportunity to do a lot of stuff they need to do or yard work or whatever. So when we lowered the numbers um, on these Saturdays, we found that our, our participation rate went up. And, and they even, they were looking forward to it. And, and it was, and, and in all reality, you know, if you tell the community, you're going to be there for two hours, they'll get there. You know, they don't, you don't need to be there for five hours to, to give out bikes. Matter of fact, we can probably, I mean, not that we will, but we could probably even reduce it to an hour if we wanted to. And uh, we'd still be fine, you know, servicing a lot of people. So it's, but that's the one thing too, that as, as the Noble Grand, I've, I've been very adamant about it's, you know, when we meet, let's not just waste time. Let's, let's do our business. And if people after the meeting need to go, they can go. And if people want to hang out and chat a little bit, fantastic, you know? Um, so it's, we're not demanding a lot of time from people. Um, but again, we found that when we say stuff like that, people hang out for another hour and kind of BS without even realizing an hour has passed. And, uh, and that's part of you know what we want to accomplish too. It's just learning more about your members, learning more about your people, having fun, you know, just how's the family, how's how's life, how's the job, all that kind of stuff. And 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 people, I think nowadays, you know, need that kind of stuff. Well, they've always needed it, but it's that that human interaction, um, especially when they know people there, they care, you know, they're. They want to be there. It's not a chore. And that's the other thing I've always, you know, kind of said is the moment something's become a chore, we got a problem. So let's make sure it either doesn't become a chore or if something does, then let's go on and move on to something else. Let's do another activity or or something like that. So keeping things fresh as much as possible is kind of an important thing. So we uh at least in our lodge, that's what we try to accomplish. Um, and we've got members of all ages. We've got, uh, I think, 25, 26 years old. And then we go up to, oh, I think we got a few 70-year-olds. So we're kind of all over the place. And, so, uh, Greg, yeah. where are these ideas coming from? Like, uh, <laughs> I don't hear about, you know, you don't hear about bike giveaways very often from a lodge. You don't hear about hot wheel racing from a lodge that then you know secret santa style gives away the the cars so how, yeah has this been a long time creative group or is this all new stuff no it's it's quite honestly okay the hot wheels i was doing that before and then i brought that into the lodge and you know like we expanded it with the lodge and they because i remember talking about it, they're going what do you mean you do this Hot Wheels thing? And I was been there going, what's well, kind of cool? I go, okay, let's do it. I said, I, I, I've got no problem. You know, let's let's go to schools and we can do a race at a, a church or something or wherever in our community. And 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 we do the late, uh, we do a county fair, which is one of the big things too. But um, it just kind of morphed from from the years. Now, the bicycles, I had, I, I had mentioned that, and years and years ago, some of the members in the lodge did do that it's just that the difference between how we do it now and how they did it was they didn't have access to parts they didn't have that they just kind of got bikes and tried to tweak them themselves and get them out there and then when i had reintroduced this no well not reintroduced when i when i had brought my notion into this thing i'm like okay we're gonna be 
we're going to get parts. And if we need new parts, we're going to get new parts. And, you know, I'm going to teach you guys how to be a bike mechanic. Uh, Cause I, my brother years ago had a bike shop in Chicago by Wrigley field. And I'd go in there on the weekends and help him out and stuff. And uh, although he'd get mad at me because there's a lot of times where if someone just needed a little quick adjustment, I would adjust it and say, see you later. And my brother would be like, well, did you get money from them? I go, no, it only took me two minutes to fix their bike. What's, and then he'd get mad at me because, you know, I'm doing freebie stuff, but I've always kind of been that. It, it's kind of weird. I guess I, I've always looked at what's wrong with helping people. What's the big deal? You know, that kind of a thing. So um, when I brought that to the lodge, they were all in favor of it. And uh, I don't know. It's just kind of a, an interesting thing. And then the uh, uh, help. Well, and then we, you know, we'd help out with food pantries and that we've been doing for a long time. The only, the only difference there though is, is I'd say, okay, we help out certain food pantries. Um, and usually with that, we help out in the spring. And our thought there is, you know, during the holidays, a lot of people kick in and, and, and they donate to food pantries. So when do the food pantries go, go bare when they need some help? And a lot of times it's, it's in the springtime, you know, right around Easter and stuff like that, where, you know, the normal, not normal people, but a lot of people, they're out of that Christmas spirit and they're not thinking too much about donations and everything else. So then we pick up that slack and help out during that time of year. Um, what are some other, oh, one of the things too, that we uh, were, were part of the chamber of, of commerce and uh, we felt it was important to, to be a member there. And um, once a year they do a, uh, during Halloween, they do like a store, the stores open up late and kids can go by and, and usually the store owners will put a table out right on the sidewalk and hand out candy and stuff. And, and we thought about that and we go, well, instead of candy, why don't we hand out something else, maybe put our logo on it and stuff. So we hand out little Frisbees. And, and what we found is <laughs> some of the adults want the Frisbees more than the kids. It's like, here you go. No, no big deal, you know, but, um, but I tell you what, a lot of the members really enjoy interacting with the kids in their costumes. And, and again, the parents too, and, and just handing out some stuff just to, Hey, here we are. And, uh, you know, nice to see you and, and hear something cool for you. Um, what else have we done? Uh, we've, well, we've helped out at a, a soup kitchen. Uh, we, we usually go there. Well, although with COVID it's been down, but, um, every three weeks, uh, we go and help out and wash dishes for the group and help serve food. And, and then somebody like myself will go out into the dining area and, you know, pick up dishes and just talk to people. Um, and just kind of, you know, how you doing? How's your day? And, and that kind of a thing. And, and that's, a, you know, for a lot of the members, they look at that as that's probably the most feel good thing we do because they really uh, get to interact with some, some members of the community that are disadvantaged and just, I don't know, it's just, it, it's almost one of those things where you have to experience it to kind of understand the feeling of it. But um we always get a high amount of participation at, at that, uh, you know, at those events and stuff. And it's, that's pretty cool. Um, and then, uh, oh, oh yeah, we've got some programs too, where we, um, help out kids in the, in the schools. Like, uh, there's a couple ladies in, in our town that, uh, they have a thing called dress for success. And, and what that is, is they look for good used clothes to, 
put in one of the classrooms and then they allow kids that are disadvantaged to come in and pick out a wardrobe uh, and, and they get five outfits. So this way, when they go to school, the kids are a little, they're, they're not as, oh, self-conscious about maybe their clothing compared to other people. Um, our community is more, um, I'd say we're a little bit, you know, middle class to a little bit upper. And, uh, and unfortunately, some of the kids that don't have much money, they, you can tell, they, they feel a little bit out of place sometimes because their clothing doesn't quite, you know, and I know it shouldn't be that way, but, you know, the, the kids shouldn't have to go to school and feel awkward. Um, so what we've helped these ladies out when we would buy new clothing and then donate it to them. And uh, so that's been a, a, a pretty bright spot. And then too, you know, they invite some of the members over and say, hey, if you guys want to be here, when we hand out some clothes to kids and and kind of see how they light up picking out outfits and stuff like that. And 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 that's been that's been a pretty neat thing. Uh, and along with that, we started, we did start a program where um, we don't have a name to it, but what we found is there's a lot of kids in schools that they don't have deodorants, they don't have toothbrushes, you know, the essential things that, that most people just take for granted. So what we decided to do was buy a bunch of toothbrushes and toothpaste and deodorants and some shampoos. Matter of fact, we're working with a uh, one of the hotel. We got a guy in town who builds hotels, so he has access to those little mini shampoos and little um, bars of soap and stuff. And uh, so they we get them to donate to us, and then we drop them off at various schools so that if a kid, you know, and they go to the nurse, you know, and and so if they go to the nurse and say, hey, I need a toothbrush, then a nurse goes into this closet area, we'll call it, and uh, gives them whatever they need, and. When they run low, then we get a phone call and basically it's, uh, hey, you know, we're, we're running low on toothbrushes and we're like, okay, we'll be there within a few days and we'll, we'll set you all up. And so we, we do that. And um, and a program like that, the kids have no clue where it comes from. And, and again, I, I imagine a lot of the nurses have no idea either. They just know that somebody in the community is, is helping them stock their toiletries for the, the kids. You know, and uh, so that's kind of a, again, one of those notions where it's just doing what we think is right and publicity doesn't need to follow us with that. Um, the, I have to jump in here. Like, this sure. is the most amazing lodge uh, that I have come across. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to become an associate member. I don't care <laughs> if I'm on the other side of the country. And if I ever find myself in Indiana, I am coming out to whatever you're doing, rain, oh, snow, whatever. <laughs> if if you're a lodge and you're thinking, what the heck could we do? Uh, replay this show because this is <laughs> everything. This isn't big. And, and Josh and I are in a large lodge. And so we're so often thinking 100 people. Like we're always thinking 100 people. So you have a big event and you have a ticket price and all of this. And, and yeah. we can do so much with generating a, a large chunk of money, $20,000 or whatever. Yeah. But one of the biggest buzzes we get from our members is when they could do the soup kitchen or when they uh -huh. do the red roller, where we take the soup into the street and around the neighborhood. Um, oh. That is the one where we, 
we get the greatest buzz from our, our members to touch the community type stuff. And you yeah. guys are just doing that. It sounds like that is the main thing. It's service, but you're touching mm -hmm. and you're seeing um, the people. Exactly. Yes, absolutely. And because really we're thinking that's why the whole lodge existed in the first place to help out. Well, you know, of course, to bury the dead and, and you know, help the orphan, you know, the old days kind of stuff. But morphing it into modern times, it's doing whatever you can to help out the community and being creative. Why not? You know, and because um, one of the other well, as I'm looking at my my list of stuff, too, I mean, so we just touched a, just a brief period of, or you know, we do some other stuff. Um, we we had a warship um, commissioned, the first warship commissioned in Indiana ever in the USS Indianapolis. And uh, we went there, we volunteered to um, help out with the ushering and stuff for the program. And it was on Lake Michigan. And then we got invited to a nice little reception with the crew and stuff. And then while we're sitting here at the table, I, I, was, I was looking at the captain and I go, hey, just out of curiosity, um, do you guys ever need stuff like when you're deployed or, you know, and he goes, yeah, he goes, you know, beef jerkiness. So I said, all right, well, hang on a second. So I wrote some stuff down and I said, all right, I, I guess what, you know, we can adopt, can we adopt your ship? And he goes, oh, that would be awesome. So we have sent a box of goodies, you know, beef jerky. And we've got a company, um, a, a, a gummy company down, a candy company, I should say down the street from us called Albany's and, you may have seen next time you eat a gummy bear, if you see an A on the chest of the bear, it came from Valpar, well, right outside of Valparaiso, Indiana. Um, and um, so we send gummies and, and care packages and stuff. And I, I uh, customized some hot sauce with the name of the ship on there for them. So it, it's just some neat little things that we do. And um, I, I tell you what, the letters we get back from the crew, they're, they're thrilled and they're excited and, wow somebody from and these guys aren't even from indiana you know it's just the ship is the indianapolis so uh it's just kind of a neat thing that we do um too and and the guys get excited about you know they'll go to a store and say hey i got a package of beef jerky you know to put it in a box when are we shipping the next one out that kind of a thing and you know that's kind of a a cool little deal um but we uh what else have i got here Oh yeah. And, and we talked before, you know, we have a couple miles of road that we clean up and um, we, we have had, every time we've gone out, we've had some members of the community come out and thank us for, you know, first of all, they're like, what are you guys doing? Why are you cleaning up? Well, wouldn't you want to cleaned up? They're like, well, yeah, but we, we just didn't know how this worked. We, well, we tell them who we are and what we do. And, and a lot of times there'll be a sign down the road that'll like wherever the road starts that you clean, it'll be up there and they'll say, you know, this road cleanup is sponsored by, you know, the Indianapolis, you know, the, the IOF because of where, you know, it's just not big enough on the, you know, the sign is not big enough. And then, you know, so people go, well, we don't know what that is. Well, and then usually one of the members will gladly explain to them so they don't have to bend down and clean up a little bit, you know, and, and then they catch up to us and tell us about the conversation and we move on. That's, you know, and, and I'm sure, I don't know, you guys, you guys probably have road cleanup opportunities by you, right? Yeah, yeah. The, there is on the central island, I've spotted a Masonic uh, Lodge uh, sign for their, they adopt that portion of the highway. Yeah, see, that's kind of cool. And, 
Yeah, I mean, uh, and what we well, what we had to do was, you know, for some of the older members that have a hard time bending down or they made fun of me. The first time we did it, I got poison ivy because I was like digging in things. And and so we got some of those, I don't know what you call those things. It's like a stick. The with reachers. A little... Yeah. The, yeah. The, yeah, yeah. The, yep. <laughs> you grab the remote so you don't have to lean across the couch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Absolutely. So that, uh, so we got those for, for people who needed it. And then we get buckets and I even put a, I have a little, uh, kid trade you know how the the with the bicycle and if you want to tote a little kid behind you they got a little cart i took one of those and turned it into a little garbage cart so i'll actually ride the bike and if people need to put garbage in there they do it so it's it's pretty convenient um and and then to oh well we uh we had a uh boys and girls club in our area that uh, had a room that needed to be fixed up you know, they had done some renovations and they ran out of money when they got to this room. So we had went over there as the group and we looked around and said, okay, what do you need? And they needed some stools and we bought some computers. We spent, uh, that was a little costly. And we spent about 8,000 on that. And then <laughs> we, um, excuse me, we uh, got to um, meet the kids. The, the, like they cut the ribbon for the room and, and they got to experience the, something cool and something fresh. And uh, that was kind of neat. Um, but that was the only time we did something like that because it was, well, some of the members felt that it, it was a lot of money, but it was, mm -hmm. it was it was money well spent. But they thought, were we better off, you know, donating some money to four places instead of one place, you yeah. know, and I, and I yeah. but uh that's, uh, let's see here. As I'm going through my list. Uh... The only one you haven't, you told me about that I haven't heard, and I'm going to, I'm going to see if we'll end on this one, is okay. the Opera House. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Okay. We, um, we donate money to the Opera House for a kids program called Limelight. And what Limelight is, is it allows young kids, all, it could be high school kids too, and I imagine if there was an adult here and there, but I've never heard of an adult doing it, but um, just people in the community that want to be involved in, in the plays somehow, whether it be with lights or being on stage and that, but they're a little timid and a little shy. And some of them have some, I'm not going to say, well, I guess disabilities for lack of a better word, but they've got some shortcomings where the the normal school says, hey, thank you, but we're not interested, you know, so they, they they wanted a place to be able to have the outlet and be a participant. So we donate money to that. So it allows anybody in the community that that needs that help, they get it. And then um, for some of the outgoing kids that really, uh, really move far in this program, they put them in the regular productions. They, they try and have productions once a month at our opera house and, you know, their musicals or their other plays and whatever. Although with the COVID kind of shut down, but that is neat when, and, and, and they make sure that, that those kids are recognized. Like they'll say this kid, this kid, this kid is part of our limelights program. And we want to thank our sponsors for helping us. So we can see some of the people that are benefit from what we're donating to. And then um, one of the things too, we do as a part of that is before the regular shows open up on, and they usually open up on a Friday night, the Thursday night before opening night, um, 
we invite people from the community that wouldn't normally have an opportunity to go see a play for whatever reason. And uh, they get to come, it's all free. And then we bake cookies and, and have other treats and water and, and other stuff. And so during the intermission, we hand it out to people. And it's usually, I shouldn't say usually, one of the things I like to do with this is I'll put the cookies on a big tray and I'll go up in a balcony and literally, you know, hand them out to people. Well, not hand, they grab them, but you know what I mean? It's a, so it's just kind of a neat little feature that we do. So these are people from the community that are treated to something special. And we go above and beyond by giving them treats during intermission and stuff. So it, it really, I don't know, I, I think it makes them feel even extra special and it's a cool thing. It's, it's a really neat feel good thing. And we've never been disappointed with a play or a musical that we saw. So we have a nice night out as a group and then we get to help out. It's, it's kind of a, an all in one kind of a thing. And um, everybody looks forward to it. And we've been very disappointed that, that we haven't been able to do that because of the COVID, but we're looking forward to that kicking back in sometime next year, you know, who knows when, but, um, but that's, you know, we have the luxury of having a community theater and, and we're allowed to do that, you know, and I know some lodges, they just don't have that community theater. So that's not something that's that they can do because they don't have the opportunity. So we've been pretty blessed with our community. You know, we've got good people. We've got a lot of opportunities to, you know, help with the park systems or the roads. And it's, it's kind of a neat thing, you know, for a small town, there's, there's a lot of things that we can be involved in and, uh, and help out with. So that's, that's been a nice treat. Um, so geographically, we've been we've been blessed with that as well. So I know, unfortunately, some of the lodges just don't have that. They they don't have that opportunity, and it's not their fault. It's you know, it's just it is what it is. Yeah, it's just yeah. You're blessed. You are really blessed. It sounds fantastic. So uh, what we've just heard from Greg are some of the greatest ideas, and <laughs> I I ask. I ask that you your lodge remains really active on Facebook and pushing out mm -hmm. lots of promotion about what you're doing. Sure. Um, and I, I think you guys are doing a phenomenal job. So thanks very much for sharing that with us today. Oh, no problem. It, my pleasure. As a matter of fact, it's, it's kind of exciting to, to talk about things that we do and, and if other groups can, and, and we're always looking for, um, for things to do to it. I, I tell you, one of the biggest kicks we get is, if we go somewhere and I'll say, Hey, what are you guys doing that we might want to, you know, steal or borrow and that kind of a thing. And, uh, and, and it's kind of neat uh, hearing some things like we, we have yet, we, we talked about maybe having a pancake thing, but our problem is we don't ha really have a kitchen facility to do stuff like that, but we can always rent out a little hall and do that. Or we don't know, but it's just one of, one of our groups around here has a, 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 like a truck and they do this fish fry and now we would never, that's way too involved, but for, for what we need to do, but it's just, it's just neat seeing these things. And, you know, like maybe we'll go out and give cotton candy away or one of the quick, we, we did, there was a, a nature, I think it was called nature Palooza or something. And, and we showed up there and we gave away free hot dogs, you know? So, Hey, you guys are hungry. Here's some hot dogs, no charge. Here you go. That kind of a thing. So it, it's kind of, I don't know. Again, it, it, it's just some things that you do. It's it's the right thing to do and it's fun and getting people involved. And uh, but yeah, we're always looking for 
for another thing too to to do because we know we you know we're not the we don't have all the answers and uh, you know changing things up every once in a while too is always fun and fresh and exciting and 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 yeah especially if we have stuff for young people and older people because we don't want to have one group say well no it's really for the young people I'll I'll sit this one out no you need to be involved too let's go and you know it's all we're all in this together so that's right that's, yeah Thank, yeah it's wonderful thanks okay i had to cut greg off a bit there we talked for another hour after that uh just the two of us sharing a lot about our lodges and um really making an amazing connection greg is so right if you just talk to somebody you'll learn so much and likely like i did uh develop a little bit of a man crush on greg so if you like our show send us an email and let us know that you like it or you want to be on or you have a story that needs to be told on modern goat rider you can email us at info at modern josh and i'll be back again soon to make another episode discovering odd fellows and odd fellowship all around us cheers in flt well, great, phenomenal talking to you, and we should stay in touch. You know, I, I mentioned to Josh, I said, you know, Josh, if you ever have to miss a show, maybe I'm going to give Greg a call to be my guest host. <laughs> hey, I, you know, I'd be happy to anytime. I, 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 you're every bit as fun, and it's enjoyable, and it's, uh, it's neat. I'll tell you what, it's. It's neat hearing people from other parts of the country or the world will say since you're, you know, Canada, but, you know, you find out that there's a lot of good people on, in this world. And when we turn the news on, sometimes we, we lose sight of that, but uh, it, it's just cool. And then too, and I've always wanted to get up to that part of the country anyway. So, you know, it, it's very possible with this COVID thing breaking down uh, uh, or going away. Yeah. No, yeah, I, and I'm going to suggest that. No, and how I'm going to suggest because we got a meeting on Monday. I'm going to say, okay, everybody, we need to take a field trip to British Columbia, and uh, uh, maybe the lodge can. Pay, of course, the lodge would never pay for it, but I'm, I'll throw that out there and get some laughs and say, hey, come on, you know, we spend a couple thousand and go see another lodge, and we can visit three lodges at once, so to speak. You know? Oh yeah. You come and, on the and, right week, and you get all three lodges. <laughs> yeah. And, and of course, uh, a couple of eyebrows will raise, but there'll be somebody says, okay, let's go, you know, and, uh, but <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think that'd be an awesome, cool thing. And, uh, but again, uh, sharing the ideas is, is so paramount and knowing that, you know, you're not the only one out there on an island, so to speak, you know, doing things and, you know, there's other groups and, and there's a lot of good groups out there and people just trying to make a difference. And that's what's, yeah. Like I said, when, when times get tough and bad, you know, you think about stuff like that and you go, all right, we'll be okay. You know, we'll, we'll be okay. 